God's Design, Episode 1. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host, and I am joined by our youth pastor, Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. Glad to be together on this uh, cold day. fall day. It's, cold. it's beautiful. It's, it's fall. Cold. No, it's cold. Oh, come on. Okay, we're not being like Renee, who says, oh, I've worn a tank top for the past two days. <laughs> no, it's cold. <laughs> you wear a sweater. You know what? You just have to cling to the summer that you can. And no, if not, I, make yeah, your own yeah, summer. Yeah, it's called wearing a sweater as you keep your heat internalized. Wes, I don't know if you know this about me, and I think you do. You hate Christmas. No, that's not it. I don't hate Christmas. I love Christmas at Christmas time. Okay. There. Um, I wear flip-flops until it snows. No, I can't yeah. wear flip I'm cold usually, so I can't really do that. Hmm. Like, I have, I own a heat blanket. Oh, like an electric blanket? Yeah. It Woo! turns out you can get it like, oh, that's nice. It's mainly I for carry, but I use it sometimes. Wow. Also, we have bean bags that we'll throw, like microwave-safe bean bags, throw and heat up and just like put that on your toes like it's huh. awesome huh yeah I, I don't remember the last time i was cold i'm anyway. usually cold like i'm cold now as we're recording this hmm. i'm okay fine <laughs> um so yeah what are you gonna tell us about today yeah so we're talking about um we're starting a new series called god's design and we're actually gonna be talking about ourselves and god's design for ourselves and i just have to say it's felt like it's been a long time since we've recorded I know we... Yeah, did. we tend to uh, record a couple ahead, get a little bit ahead to... Um, it's felt like a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's more efficient to well, uh, been, batch record, right? You've been recording with Pat a lot. And, yeah. yeah, over um, on Monday mornings, we yeah. have our other our other podcast, so two a week for you, which is great. Yeah, it's awesome. And yeah, so like I said, we're going to be talking about ourselves. We're going to be talking about, you know, God's design for ourselves. Um and, you know, for this, we have to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. All the way back to the beginning of time, all the way back to when human beings were created, you know, God, as it says in the scripture, you know, God created us out of dust and bone. Yeah. And something really important, I think, to know um, and to remember is, you know, we're creating the image of God. And we're going to talk through that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what does that really mean? Is it physical? You know, is it more than that? Um as a spiritual, as a mental. We're going to discuss those and kind of just chat about those. Um, but yeah, we're also going to, you know, go through a bit of scripture. We're going to go through the Psalms a little bit um, mm-hmm. and just really dive in. So I guess to start, I'm going to ask you, Julie, um, what does it mean to be creating God's image? Ooh, that's a big question. I think it means all of the above that you said. I think it's less physical than we like to assume it is mm, yeah. and more... Um, more internal more like i think god created us with a soul and mm-hmm. with uh just our our essence or our heart and yeah. what we um what we think and how we i don't know i guess how we are inside does yeah. that make sense yeah it absolutely makes sense and i think that you're right in that you know i think god created us not just in a physical means but a spiritual a mental mm-hmm. emotional you know it's a psychological thing um you know god knows our hearts he he tells us he knows us, that he understands us, that he can be compassionate with us because he understands us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that makes a real difference to know that God is someone who actually 
understands you know our emotional state our psychological state our mental state mm-hmm. and that I, I get a lot of turnover when it comes to this maybe i'm not using that phrase right but i get a lot of people saying like well what if you have you know a mental illness is that really part of god's design well i think mm, that's a good question it comes down and i think this leads into um you know we live in a broken world yeah. and this happens and um you know there's both internal and external factors that kind of make this happen and yeah it's just you know we experience things in life or sometimes born a certain way and we struggle with that but mm-hmm. i think it does serve a greater purpose and a greater way of glorifying god in a sense that you know you might impact someone greatly mm-hmm. and show them god's work in your life or you might be a shining light for people so even though you have say a mental illness or disability or anything mm-hmm. you're still showing that light of god and showing people that i still live my life to the fullest yeah um yeah and i think that uh, there's a way i want to phrase it and it says um you know god knows us he knows us very well almost like um kids today do computer programming in school yes mind-blowing because i never got the chance i to do know that like when they code right things, my like kids i do this, wish like, scratch it's called scratch have you ever done scratch no so it's almost like a drag and drop these different puzzle pieces to make things do different things. You should search it up and you can watch I other wish. people scratch. It's it's actually a pretty cool, um, it's a really cool thing online and you can do it with or without an account and okay. yeah, it's pretty fun. Wow. Well, what I'm trying to say is um, the guy knows each and every one of us. Um, kind of like a computer grammar, computer program knows its program. Yeah. He knows how it runs, how it works, how it thinks, how it's how it's meant to operate, and all these things. God knows the design of us. And you're probably thinking, well, where does it actually say this in Scripture? Or where is it actually? Where are you finding this information? Well, Psalm 39, verse 13 sa- says that, you know, God formed us in our mother's womb. That he knew us. He formed us in there. He, he was right there from the moment mm-hmm. of conception that he was a part of our lives before we even were yeah. breathing. Some translations say he knit us together yes. in our mother's womb. I really like the the word picture that that yeah. gives me. It, it feels like taking something that would be nothing, like yeah. a piece of yarn is nothing. Yeah. But then if it gets all put together properly, it makes something really beautiful and useful mm-hmm. and um, yeah. awesome. Yeah. There's also, um, I don't have it written down, but... The idea that, you know, God knew you before creation. Yeah. There's, um, it is in scripture. I can't remember where it was. I don't have the biblical knowledge as some of our youth know. We've had another speaker say before. We had an amazing speaker, Jordan Taylor, and his biblical knowledge was yeah amazing. Like he could just pull out scripture and yeah. where it's from, the exact verse, and just go with it and say the words. And it's just like, how? <laughs> like I looked onto him and I was like, how are you doing this? <laughs> But um, it does say in scripture, you know, that God knew us before creation, mm-hmm. that we were a part of God's world before even thoughts before, you know, the sun and the stars and the earth. And I find that's fascinating and amazing mm-hmm. to know that um, God knows us. So even though, you know, we talked about it and, you know, we're going to dive in this a little more. So something we talked about with our youth was 
that we're all uniquely created. We're all unique. Yep. We all have differences. Some of us have now look, twins are like one of those things where I'm just like, I'm unsure of because I think each twin is unique, but yeah. when you get identical twins, they're like you, we all know the twins I'm talking about, the ones that are like super, super identical yep. and like, Cut like from everything. the same cloth. Yeah. yeah. Um, that one I'm unsure of, but you know, <laughs> uh, no, but each person is uh, uniquely created, I think. And, uh, you know, just look at our different passions, you know, our different style of thinking, you know, some are logical thinkers, some are more emotional thinkers. Yep. You know, there was that old thing, you know, are you left, are you left side of brain? Or are you right side right. of brain? And, mm-hmm. um, and I also remember when we asked you, this was from a long time ago, what kind of crier are you? Ah, uh, yes. I remember that. And there was the beaver dam crier. <laughs> yeah. There was, um, what was it? There was leaky different. Faucet, the leaky faucets. A... Um, there was many. Yeah. But there was, everyone was, you know, a different crier. Yeah. You know, you try to hold things in or you're just crying all the time or yep. just anything like that. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to get is that no matter how uniquely created we are, we're also uniquely, uniquely loved by God at the mm-hmm. same time. And that's kind of our main point today is to know that you are loved. To know that God has so much love for you that's different from any love that we know on this earth. Mm -hmm. And you're probably thinking, well, even with that, what does that really mean? What does that that account to? And I think what it comes down to is something much simpler than we think. And you see, at the heart um, of God's design for us is love. Mm-hmm. It's this idea of love. And I think this partners really well with the series uh, that we just went over at the end of summer. Yeah. Um, well, scripture says God is love. God is love. And if he created us in his image, I'm sure there's a really great tie in there that mm-hmm. um, he created us in love and with love and that that's part of his plan for us, right? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, we see it in scripture, God's love for us. But we also, I think, can look at... The lives we, the life, the life that we are living, and I hope that we can see God's love in that. Mm-hmm. And it's different for every person, and it takes some time and practice to actually see that love. Like I didn't really see God's love in my life, probably until I was around like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Just because, like, I never really thought about it. Well, I just became a Christian at sixteen, and then I really experienced God's love. I was like, "Whoa, He absolutely like yeah. loves me." Like, for real, and not like a father or mother that we have, you know, in a physical human being way, but how someone like it's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to fathom just the love that God has for us. Um, and if you're like, no, there's gotta be a way to explain it. Try. I, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know many people who can contemplate and put into words God's love for us in a unique way, unless you're like really into poetry. because then there's some great ones, but, um, you're probably wanting to hear, you know, what are the practical things of God's design for us? I've kind of narrowed it down to three things, I think. Okay. The first one, and this is a hard one, mm-hmm. is to have respect for oneself. Mm. Meaning to have self-worth, to not think low of oneself, that we are meant to have passion and love and that what makes us unique. You know, whatever your passion may be, whatever your love of something may be, know that it makes you unique. And to know, like, we constantly do this in our world, in our society, and is what we compare ourselves to others. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like, I think everyone does this. There's no one who's not guilty of this. Yeah. We do it all the time. And I think that causes a real pain for us. Well, they say comparison is the thief of joy. It is. Because, 
will you ever measure up to what you're comparing to? No, you can't. And it's also not good conversely, like to compare yourself to other and think higher of yourself or better. Like both are equally... And to understand that both people are equally important and equally loved. And to know that even if you struggle in one thing, that person may struggle in something else. And to know that everyone, I believe, can be equal. But we've put so many blocks in front of that yeah um and it's causing so much pain i think it's important to remember that god made us a certain way yep and to do desire to be something that is us and when we you know compare and idolize and do these things we're just we're causing more internal pain mm-hmm. because the fact that we are all created uniquely in our own way means that you know we can't always be like those other people and we shouldn't want to be like want to be. other people. Because God's design for us is a really special and amazing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the hardest thing to kind of think about. You know, we're made in a certain way, so that's how we should be. It's, it's, it's a huge struggle, I think, especially when we have mental health. Yeah. Because, like, for people who have anxiety, for people who say bipolar, for people who say schizophrenia, when we tell them, well, God designed you this way, that that's hard to see. Like, well, yeah. why would, why? We live in a broken world which caused so much pain. Mm-hmm. To know that God designed you in a way, to think of it a little differently, to think of, well, it's my passions. It's, it's you know, the heart I have for others. It's, because I've, I've met people with mental health um, struggles. They can be some of the most compassionate people. Mm-hmm. They understand the struggles of life. They know that it happens and that it's okay and that struggling with mental health is okay. And I think that's really beautiful because they have an insight, I think, that yep. most people don't. Yeah. I think that God has given them that insight so that they may go and to bless others. Yeah. I think that is something to look to and struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And there might be some people listening to this and be like, I hate that answer. Yeah. I hate that answer. <laughs> I agree. It sucks, but... Well, you know, and I think that we just all strive to be... Maybe we're not all perfectionists, but I think we all strive for something better. And yeah. I think sometimes, like we were talking about focus a few yep. weeks ago, and even if we shift that away from God and onto things we focus on in our day-to-day lives, I think sometimes we focus too much on what we don't have oh yes absolutely. i'm not I, I can't do that like them i can't do that like them i wish i could do that i wish i could be more like that i wish i could i wish i could i wish i could yeah. but and i think sometimes we miss the what we can and what we are yes and what we're good at or what how we are gifted yeah. you know i think you're right i think that's a huge thing and so i just want to encourage people today who are listening that to know that God loves you compassionately, to know mm. that you're created in a way that God loves you no matter what, that he knew you before creation, to know mm-hmm. that. Um, and as we move on, that was only our first point. So as we're moving on to the second point, um, to know that human beings are created in community. Mm-hmm. We are not meant to be alone. No. Now, we struggle in this so much today, especially in our Western society. We are very individual. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything is individual. You know, you got to do things by yourself alone. 
to be independent, to be independent, to stand on your own feet. But what people don't realize is that we are created to be in community. We are created to be able to rely on each other. Um, Now, this could mean, you know, is your community um, a group of people that you can rely on, say, at school or in the workplace? Or is it, you know, a godly community of fellow Christians at church? I think that each of them are important. Mm -hmm. And I just want us to realize that we're not created to be alone. COVID sucked this out of us. Oh man, that's like, for sure. Intense. And I think a lot of people are struggling to get back into the um, the rhythm of being in community and being Absolutely. together. Absolutely we are. You know, we don't, COVID made us realize how easy it is to not have to deal with other people. Yeah. Made it super easy. I will say sometimes it is easier not to have to deal with other people's opinions. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, of course. Yeah, sometimes that is easier. But I think but that yeah there's a huge need for community i think one of the biggest struggles people have today is the fact that they're not connected with a community yeah because one look at how god created adam yep we look back in genesis god created adam he realized it was not good for him to be on his own yeah and we live now today in a society of so many million billion people billions of people and the fact that we still struggle with this idea of community i think is really awful like well and i think i i can't help but wonder if god didn't just mean physically with someone else i think he meant probably that we need to be in relationship with other people yeah of course um it's not just being around people and you're like okay i'm around people that's good yeah i went to the interacting it's interacting it's talking it's communicating it's diving into people's lives it's that's what's meant to be yeah it's not meant to be like you said, oh, I went to the mall. I saw yeah, a bunch I of people. people. I sat yeah. in the food court and, you know, there was hundreds of people. I got my people. I'm good. No, it's interacting. It's yeah. talking. It's sharing life. I yeah. think that's what community is meant for is to be sharing life. And I think that for ourselves, we are meant to be sharing life with others. Yep. And I, just, I think it's important if you don't have a community around you and you're listening to this and you're like, I don't really have a community. You know, what am I meant to do? Reach out. Mm-hmm. Always reach out because yeah. we will try our best to connect you. You know, if you're a youth and you're listening to this and you've never come out to youth group before, one, thank you for listening. Um, but two, reach out. We want to be able to hear from you and we want to be able to connect you with our community of youth that are here and meet weekly at our church. They're amazing people. Are they weird? Yes. And wow. if anyone's listening and who's from the youth group, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think you're weird. <laughs> yes she does she 100 percent does she all knows you from the canada's wonderland trip she knows you're weird no i love the canada's wonderland kids they're my kids i love them they're still weird <laughs> no come on what's your next point okay our next point um is to be in relationship with god yep that is a huge design for ourselves is to be in relationship yeah. with god what does that look like though <laughs> so i think being in relationship with god as we are created uniquely it's unique for everyone Yep. It's different ways that we connect with God. But I think something, you know, you may connect with God, say, through playing piano mm-hmm. or listening to music or playing guitar or playing sports or talking to friends or just different ways of connecting with God, I think are just absolutely amazing and important. For sure. Yeah. Yes. And I think, um, you know, for to look at this, you know, practically, what, is be, what does it mean to be in relationship with God? I think what it means is to communicate. Yeah. 
How do you communicate with God? Like prayer? Prayer, journaling. Yep. There's so many ways to connect with God. I used to connect with God just talking with him. Yeah. And a lot of people I find struggle with this because I didn't realize this. It's a very BIC way of thinking. What? To be in a relationship with God? Like to talk directly to him? Very, very BIC thing. And I didn't realize that. For a lot of people, you need to be able to go only in prayer to God. Oh. For a lot of other denominations or different sects of Christianity, you need to be only go in prayer or only at church. Or Is there a difference between talking to God and prayer? Isn't I prayer so. talking to God? Oh, okay. I okay. think so because I think there's time of prayer, but I think that our communication of God, it feels different. Like, I, I don't know. It feels different than prayer. Hmm. Okay. So when I go to when I go into prayer, I say, you know, dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for these things. Thank you that we were able to share in community and do these things. When I talk to God, I'm just like, God, I don't know what is going on. Maybe that's both prayer. See, Maybe it is. I don't see the difference. I, okay. Uh, that was that's that, interesting. That's what I was always taught um, when I was like a child because I grew up BIC. Like yeah. before I was born was going to church right right and that's what they always told us prayer is just talking to god there's no difference between okay i always felt that maybe you're right i'd have always felt it was different for me personally but it's just talking of god it's communicating yeah i didn't realize it was a bic thing till one of our youth said oh this whole idea of relationship with god that's that's just a bic thing Hmm, like one of our youth said that and i was like I never would have thought of that because I've been BIC since I was Christian. So it's not different to me. I yeah. thought this is just how people did it. But no, people hmm. connect very differently. It's this whole idea of a relationship with God that you communicate with him every day, not just at the dinner table in prayer or before bed yeah. or only when you're reading scripture. You can communicate with him all the time. Yeah. That's a BIC way of thinking. Huh. That's interesting. And I'm just I like, people are missing either. out. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. If you're listening to this and you're like, well, what what do you mean? Try this. Try this. And I think it's really important. Just throughout your day, talk to God. Yeah. About, you know, your struggle, your bus ride, your class, your interaction with people. I do it every day. And trust me, the relationship I have with God is built on that. Mm -hmm. It's built on the fact that I can communicate with him always. Yeah. Because if I wasn't able to. I don't know that to me that that doesn't make sense it doesn't no. work it is a bit of a strange concept though I will admit yeah I look awkward having... when I'm walking across my lawn and I'm talking out loud <laughs> with God yeah sure no but I mean the concept of having a relationship with someone or some one something someone something someone yeah, yeah. that you can't actually see or touch or hear or, or can you can you hear him uh, yeah. that's debatable I well, would say we'll talk about that in our day okay um, <laughs> that thought but yeah i think one of the biggest things in our relationship with god is interacting with him daily and that's through conversations that's through prayer that's through reading scripture it's it's all these different things and i think they all are important and i think the more at least i've found this in my personal life is that the more i talk to god the more i feel and hear him absolutely i think that's a massive thing it's the same way um that's that's how a two two way street works. Yeah. The more you interact and you do something, the more sometimes you will feel. And God doesn't want a one way relationship with no, us. He, he wants it to he be. He wants it two ways. He mutual. wants us to yeah. pursue Him just mm-hmm. as He pursues us. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, and I think that's a huge thing. And I think if you're listening to this and this is your first time really hearing it, just try, you know, through your day, through your week, just talk to God through your, through that time and just interact with him through it and just be mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there's multiple times in my day where I just go, you know, all right, God, what the heck? <laughs> I'm just like, why does my email have to stop working now? But it's the simple things that I talk to God about, but it yeah. makes our relationship deeper, I find. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of culminates into what we're going to be doing, and that is, are mm-hmm. we following this today? I think we are, but not entirely. Mm-hmm. I think, what is Jesus really what does Jesus really tell us to do? Well, he tells us to love one another. Mm-hmm. He tells us to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and strength. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we try to do this, but we're not doing this completely. Well, we can't do it on our own. Yeah, we can't do it on our own. And then I'm not sure if you guys know, or maybe you don't live on this planet, but we aren't necessarily doing the best job of this. We don't necessarily love each other well. No. Not at all. And if you're in high school, you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. It's so hard. Uh, yeah. But I think that, you know, this whole thing we just talked about, you know, communicating with God, if we can do that after each conversation we have with someone or interaction we have with someone where we say we really struggle with them, to know that and to be able to communicate with God and be like, I want to show this person love and I want to, I want to really try at this. Mm-hmm. God will sometimes give you the strength to be able to do that sometimes yeah. people sometimes we need to understand that a conversation can be harder and things will happen but mm-hmm. i think that we're meant to love one another and that's something really important for ourselves to remember because it means that you are meant to be loved by others as well that others are meant to show love and compassion to you as well you're not just meant there to be with your glass of water and dumping it on others and be like i'm going to show you love and i'm going to show you love and i'm going to show you love others are meant to do it back to you as well yeah. and that's what that godly community comes in yep. a community we're meant to be interacting with and to be sharing in life with and this comes out of a place of not you know comparing oneself to others but showing love to each other and mm-hmm. say wow you were made very uniquely now some people might take that as an insult but i think <laughs> expanding on that and being like no god created you uniquely and that's amazing that's wonderful i'm glad yeah. for who you are I don't think I've ever had someone give me that compliment, but if someone gave me that compliment, that would be a huge compliment. <laughs> Maybe don't try it at school, but you know, see what kind of happens with that. Um, so what, what's do about ourselves? What, what do we do about this? And you know, where does love and Jesus come into this? And I think this comes down to, and it's a really simple three steps that we talked about. How do we love ourselves? How we are meant to be communion. How do we have a relationship with God? Now, all of this, just as we were created uniquely, means that it's all uniquely have to go and discover this for ourselves. Yeah. It's one of the things I hate about being a pastor. Well, because that sounds, to be honest, like a bit of a wishy-washy answer. And I think that sometimes as humans, we want you to tell us, here's step one, step two. We want like the the, the the instruction manual. Yeah. But as a pastor, it's something I hate is we can only do so much. Yeah it's left to the other people to be able to go and pick up their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And you might be hearing this me like, ouch, but <laughs> you know, each of us need to do this ourselves as well. Like we said, a relationship is a two way street. Yeah. I want us to be able to pursue God, to be able to focus on him, to 
want to be in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And so for our podcast um, today, if there's things to remember, it's this. And that's our main point is to know that you are loved. To know that you can have this relationship with God where you can talk to him daily and you can interact with him and you can talk to him, you know, about life. When we go to God, we can go bold because we know it's not our first time communicating with him. Yeah. I think that's something so, so important. That is very important. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Yeah. That was a good uh, good start to this series that we'll be going through over the next several weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, um, till Christmas. Oh, till Christmas. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. All right. If you need to get in touch with Pastor Wes, if you've got a question or you want, um, you just want to discuss any of this further, you can reach him at Wes at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in. We look forward to connecting with you again next week. Bye. Bye.